Welcome, friend, to the business of personal brand photography. My name is Paula Brennan, and I'm really excited to have you here listening to this episode today. Let me tell you a quick story before I get started, because I was recently talking to a friend of mine who is in the beauty industry, and I tend to go to her for advice on lots of different things like clothing and beauty and hair and shoes and where to go shopping. Like she's sort of like my go-to for those kind of conversations and she always directs me in the right place because she loves that sort of stuff. So my daughter has been playing with her hair color over the last couple of years, like or maybe the last 12 months. And she's been going a little bit more blonde, you know, as 16 year olds do, as 16 year olds who have their own job and like to pay lots of money to get their hair done. And um, we were talking about good hairdressers for her to go to because I was kind of like just just wanting to make sure that she's taking care of her hair because, you know, as you go blonde, the hair gets a little bit damaged and things like that. And my girlfriend that I was talking to at the time, she has enhanced blonde, (laughs) Um, but her color is always on point. And so what I wanted to do is kind of get the lowdown from her and straight away, she just like, she just goes, pull up. She just needs to go to one place, this, this one salon. And believe it or not, the title of blonde is actually in this salon's business name. Okay. So, so she's like, this is where everybody goes. It's, it's a relatively new salon. Like it's, it's only been there for a couple of years. I think it's been there for like maybe three or four years, but she was like, that's where I go now. That's where everybody on the coast goes for their blonde hair. It's just where everybody's going. And she told me straight away as well, you know, it's really hard to get an appointment. So you need to make sure you book in and to get her in and all that kind of thing. And I guess when we were sort of like having this conversation, it kind of got me thinking like, how does one become the go-to for business in their area? You know, like it's what, how, how does that happen? And of course, you know, me being me and me being who I am, more specifically, how do you become the go-to photographer in your area? Let's say it's for personal branding or portraits or weddings, whatever your genre is, it doesn't really matter. But of course, I'm going to talk about personal branding, but I really kind of wanted to, to nut down and drill down on this and you know, there's so many different areas of focus that you can look at in your business. Like I literally, you know, I I write my notes for the podcast ideas because I usually come up with the ideas for podcasts when I'm out walking my dog and going to the beach. And so I wrote down some notes in my phone and I had like literally a list of about a dozen of different ideas. And then I actually decided to have a conversation to one of my students inside of my membership, who's now become a friend just before I recorded, recorded this episode because I was like, wow, there's like so many different areas. But what I really wanted to try and do is to focus in on just three, because I think that you can get really, really overwhelmed. And the list of things that we know we need to do is huge, but I want to help you to focus in on and zone, really zone your focus in on just three areas. And really what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you three areas that I think maybe are obvious, but not so obvious, but I think that there are things that you can actually work on. And I think that knowing what I've done in maybe the last, last sort of like six, seven, eight years of my career, I think that these are things that I've really done consciously that have really helped me to become quite well known in my area. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm the only go-to personal brand photographer in my area. I know that's like, you know, pie in the sky, but I know that I'm pretty high up there. And I know that I do come up in a lot of conversations with people when they're talking about getting business photos. I do know that my name crops up a lot. And so 
my hope is that in this episode, just distilling down three simple areas that you can be working on, that this will help you to sort of elevate your profile and really start to get better known for what you do and to really start to, you know, become the go-to photographer in your area. Okay. It's it's fine. Let's own it. (laughs) Let's be okay with that title and let's strive for it because ultimately that's what's going to really help you to have a sustainable business, right? So let's jump in and let's have a look at these three areas that I think you could be working on right now. So the first area that I kind of want to help you to focus in on and really zone in on is really curating your own signature style. Now, I know that over the years in my career, I've kind of looked at other photographers and I've gone, oh, I want to be like them. And then I'll follow them and I'll download their presets and then I'll look at all their posing. And, and you know, and for three months, I'm like obsessed with that style of photographer. And then next thing I see somebody else. And then, you know, I'd go down the rabbit hole of kind of wanting to look like them. And I think that zigzagging, you know, it when you're first in your business, of course, that's something that you're going to do and you're going to be influenced by other people. But I really think the earlier that you can in your career lock down a signature style that you become kind of well known for and it's sort of recognizable, I think that that's a really good thing to lock in early. Because if people are looking at your Instagram feed, let's say, and you sort of like have that zigzag where you're kind of using one sort of style here and then you're doing another sort of style there, it can be really jarring. And it's sort of like, I think for for clients, they don't know what they're going to get. And so I think this really comes down to creating a level of consistency in the way that you're presenting your images. Now, I know that, you know, especially if you're in the first couple of years, if you're doing multiple genres, that can be difficult to to nail down. You might go, but Paula, I'm doing like weddings and I'm doing portraits and I'm doing babies and I'm doing branding at the same time. That's totally fine. I think that there are things that you can lock in stylistically that will help you to create a consistent feed no matter what genre you're showing, yeah? And so this really comes down to, I think, you know, utilizing the same sort of filters, the same sort of lighting techniques, the same sort of overarching kind of vibe, I guess, in your clients. Um, culture. Yeah. And so this is really where you need to sort of be quite articulate about what you're showcasing out there in the public eye. Now I'm going to say this, and I know that this might be a little bit controversial, but I want you to think about only showing what you want to become known for. Okay. Now this is really difficult. Again, if you're in the early stages of your career, you might not necessarily be getting the kind of jobs just right now that you definitely want to become known for, but you know that you need to kind of be prolific on social media, right? So it's, it's a little bit of a conundrum in some ways because you need to make sure that you've got that balancing act. But let me tell you, there are a lot of jobs that I photograph that you will never see. Okay. These are my bread and butter, you know, a lot of the commercial sort of stuff that I might do. There's a lot of, uh, you know, just jobs that necessarily, I don't necessarily want to be known for, but they pay my mortgage bill. Okay. (laughs) So let's be honest. Sometimes we do do jobs that we don't necessarily want to get a lot more of, but they're good, consistent income. Now for my clients that might be listening out there, I don't want you to be scared. I do loving, do love your jobs. If you know what I'm talking about, um, there are a lot of kind of like corporate clients that I might go and do just like, you know, batch headshots and group photos. They're not necessarily what I want to become known for. So they don't necessarily become 
part of the landscape of my Instagram feed, but they are definitely jobs that I'm capable of doing. And I do have, you know, galleries that people can review if they ask and inquire about those sorts of jobs. Okay. So it's not necessarily that you're not going to do those jobs. It's just that maybe you want to be a little bit more careful about what you're showcasing on your website and your Instagram. So you have a consistent feed that is attracting the right kind of clients around the kind of work that you want to become known for. Okay. So what I'm going to say to you here is as much as you can to stop chopping and changing and start to settle in on your own style. Now it doesn't mean that it can't evolve. It just means that it can't evolve every month. (laughs) Okay. So we all know what that's like. We've all been at this stage. And if you're here right now, please don't feel like I'm bagging out on you because I definitely have been there. But I think the earlier that you can start to settle on your own sense of style, the easier life is going to become for you as well. Okay. So if you start to settle on a a filter, like a, a one or two filters that you sort of like blitz the majority of your images with so that they've all got this sort of same temperature and vibe going through them, the easier your workflow is going to be, but the more people will start to recognize your work and the more consistent it's going to start to look. So I'm not suggesting that you can't evolve over time. There is nothing more than I love than going onto somebody's Instagram and watching the evolution of their brand. But I like it when I can see it slow or when I can see a definite shift and an upgrade, but then there's a consistency that might last for another six to 12 months inside of their feed. And then I go, oh, I can see that they've been influenced or I can see that they've changed and grown and developed, but it's happening over time. It's just not happening at a rapid pace on a week by week or a month by month basis. So hopefully that will help you because I know that it's easy to kind of, as I said, look at what other people are doing, but you definitely need to start to kind of find your own voice within your photography. And the quicker you can do that, the quicker you're going to notice a big, a big dip or a big change in your leads, in your leads coming in. And of course, in your converted shoots and the bookings that you're going to be getting. Now, the second area I think that you can actually focus on is in your messaging. And so this is, this sort of your messaging covers a lot of different things, but I think Really, the first question to ask yourself when you're looking at your messaging again is what do you want to become known for? And this is where you start to position yourself in the market. Okay, so obviously I've decided I wanted to be known for personal branding and lifestyle branding for female entrepreneurs. And that's predominantly the space that I sit in and predominantly the space that I sit in is for 40s, right? For women over their 40s. So the majority of my clients that I'd photograph are in their 40s, 50s and early 60s. Um, I do get some in their mid thirties, but beyond that, not, not, not so much younger. And that's because that's who I want to work with. And I've positioned myself very comfortably in that market. Okay. So when it comes to positioning, I want to encourage you to think about where you want to be and what you want to be known for, because only you can make those decisions. Of course, the market can recognize things and they can, they can take from you what you are, but really once you decide what you become known for, then you decide who you are speaking to and the kind of language that you're using to speak to those people. And that's when you start to understand what your message is to those people and why does it matter? Why does what you say have to matter to them? And the only way that you can get really clear on this is when you understand who it is that you're speaking to and what you know you need them to hear. Okay. What is it that they need to know from you? 
Now, I know that this might seem a bit pie in the sky at the moment. You need to do this work for yourself or else there are a lot of people that you can hire to help you with your messaging. Of course, there's really good copywriters. You can work with business coaches that can help to draw this out of you. But the amount of photographers that I meet, particularly um, when I do like used to do sales calls for different programs and things like that, and I'd say to them, you know, where do you where do you sit in the market? Who who are you for? And they go, oh, I I, I photograph everybody, and it's like, oh, it's just it's you know it's way too broad and it's way too unspecific. And if you try to be for everyone, you'll end up being for no one. You've probably heard me say that a lot on this podcast before, but really, this is about you honing down your marketing messaging and really. Really the messaging comes down to what you've what you're passionate about and what's what's important to you but more so what's what is it that you need your clients to know in order to be able to get them excited to to want to work with you and make you as I said earlier in this call make you the go-to photographer so what is it that they need to know from you that will make you the only choice for them okay now once you get consistency in your messaging it's a matter of rinsing and repeating. And I know that for a lot of us, it can feel like we want to reinvent the wheel when it comes to writing copy, when it comes to doing social media. And it's and it's one thing that I find actually turns a lot of people off doing consistent marketing in their business is that they're just worried that they haven't got anything new to say, but it's actually the consistency in your messaging that's going to make all the difference to your audience. And it's really going to be the thing that people are going to start to become familiar with with you okay so if you keep reinforcing the same language and the same messaging and the same core visions and the same purpose if you keep reinforcing all of that with your audience then they start to get to understand you okay I know that's like this might sound a little bit pie in the sky but it's the reality of things is people need to be hit numerous times in the face with your messaging before they really sort of start to permeate with it. And they might see something and then they forget and then they might need to see it again. Okay. So like I said, it's that consistency in your messaging. It's you repeating and rinsing the same sort of language and really drumming in that, you know, this is what you do. This is who you do it for. And this is why you do it and how you do it. It's all of that, that really starts to cement the fact that you are the one that people need to work with. Okay. Now you, when you start to work on this stuff, I know it can be scary because you go, Oh, you know, if I'm only speaking to somebody who's in their forties and the fifties, what about everybody else? I'm missing out on the rest of the market. And it's like, no, the more you start to niche into this stuff, the more you become amplified in the eyes of your ideal audience and you quickly wash away everyone who you're not meant for. And that's okay too. We're not meant for everybody. Okay. And so what I want you to think about is really how you can start to kind of like niche into an area of client base that really excites you and nail your messaging. So it speaks directly to them. That is how you are going to become the go-to photographer for that one person, okay? And you don't need that many clients across the course of the year. You really don't, okay? So you just need to speak only directly to the people who you wanna work with, and then you will become the only one for them to choose. Now, the last thing, the third point that I wanted to talk to you about today was really being able to create experience that make life easier for your clients. Okay. And I know that I've spoken a lot about creating experiences and all of that kind of thing, 
that make it easy for your clients to say yes. But for this one, what I want to try and really help you to focus on is how can you make life easier for your clients? Now, what you need to know is that business people are really busy. They've got a huge to-do list already, so they don't need you to make them jump through too many hoops to work with you. In fact, it's probably going to turn them off. Okay. So if you have too many things for them to read, too many buttons to click, too many long pieces of text, like this is just going to turn them off. Like, to be honest with you, this is even just making my brain hurt sort of saying this to you. Remember, less is more. Okay. And less activity for your clients to have to do to orchestrate a personal brand photo shoot with them is really going to make life easier for them. And it's going to make you the go-to photographer in their mind's eye. Okay. Because when they start looking at other people and they're comparing you side by side, oftentimes it's the one that takes care of most of their needs. That's going to get the big tick. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think that is a huge reason why I am as busy and you know, as sought after as I am is because I've figured out a way to take care of most of my clients' needs. Let me give you one simple example. In all of our experiences, we have a hair and makeup artist included on the photo shoot. Now, I can't tell you when I'm on a sales call with a future client, how many people are like, yeah, hell yeah, Paula, you're taking care of that for me. Phew, that's just one less thing I have to think about. It's one less thing I have to organize. And that's great. You've ticked all my boxes right there. Okay. And that's just one small part of what my experiences include, but that simple, like me taking care of that, you think about it. If, if a woman has to go and go and organize a makeup artist, so she has to drop her kids to school. She has to go to a makeup artist's house. She has to then have the car parked. She needs to come to the photo shoot two hours later. What a nightmare. Or else she has to go into the busy hustle bustle super like um, shopping center to go and get her hair done at Sephora, get her makeup done there. She needs to go and get a blow dry at her hairdresser. And then she needs to come to the photo shoot or worse again for her, which is probably most of my clients worst things is that they have to do their own hair and makeup. And they're looking at the same version of makeup that they've probably been doing for the last 15, 20 years. And they're sick of looking at themselves like that, but that's what their options are. Okay. Now for my clients, you know, when I'm on the the shoot to them and I can say, well, first up, the first thing we do on the photo shoot is you come in and my makeup artist will take care of your hair and your makeup. How much easier was that? for her to concept. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh my God, all of a sudden it's like, yep. Yeah, okay. Paula, of course, of course, it, you know, right now you're ticking my boxes. Tell me more. Okie dokie. So what can you do and how can you implement some simple things to help to take care of your clients needs so that you make their life easier when it comes to having a photo shoot? Okay. Is there just one or two things that you can take off their plate? and help them. Okay. Now I'm going to come back again, getting them to fill out too many things. So if you've got too many like questionnaires and things that they need to do, if it's too long, if you're getting them to click too many buttons to work through the experience of coming through your website, to navigate, to find out information, if you're getting them to read too many long pieces of text in PDF guides to get ready or in PDF information guides, If you're doing all of this, you're just making life a little bit harder for them and it's going to be a little bit easier for them to look in another direction for someone who's most likely going to make it easier for them. Okay. So what I want you to think about is have a look at what the customer journey is right now for your clients from the first touch point 
to working with you and then from the, the first booking to the photo shoot, how can you make their life a little bit easier? Okay, because we are all time poor. We've all got lots of things vying for our attention right now. And it's very, very frustrating if you decide to work with someone and the first thing that they have to do is like fill out this huge form or something like that. I recently just had this when I went to a doctor's appointment and I was just like, Ugh. you know, first 15 minutes was me filling out a form. Of course, with a doctor, that's to be expected, but not necessarily with us. Okay, so <laughs> I want you to just have a think about that and delve into your own client experience and just have a look at what you've been doing because the things that you were maybe doing and actioning pre-pandemic not necessarily correlate to what's working right now. Our attention spans have been exhausted and I want you to think about how you can just take a little bit of pressure off and make things just a bit breezier for your clients to work with you. We want the good word around about you to be like, you know, like the experience of working with her was so easy. Everything just felt so easy. You have to work with her. Okay. So that's what I want for you. And I want good word going around about you because, you know, I love this genre, you know, I love my industry and I really, really want to help you to just make life a little bit easier for yourself and start elevating your own profile to become the go-to photographer in your area. This is up to you. It's something that you can do for yourself, something that you can do inside of your business and it doesn't need to be that difficult. Sometimes it simply takes take stepping back from your business and having a look at the little things that you're doing inside of your business and just making minor tweaks. Now, if you feel like you need some help with anything that I've discussed above, I do have a very exciting announcement. So I have been a busy bee working behind the scenes to make the access to my membership and to working with me inside of my community way more manageable. I know that these times have changed and that the financial climate is a little bit different. So I want to make it much easier for you to be able to say yes and make it easier for you to come and work and learn with me. So if you love the idea of getting all of my systems in place, if you love the idea of coming behind the lens with me on photo shoots and learning with me, if you love the idea of me helping you to kind of keep these marketing systems working for you inside of your business with live training, then my friend, I'm going to invite you to click on the link on the show notes to learn how you can get instant access. Cause I've now got three new whole levels of membership available. And the first one starts at just 20 bucks a month. So it's super easy for you to be able to come and work and learn with me. And you know what? The great thing about a membership is that you can kind of tap in and out when you want to. So it's, there's, there's definitely options for you to be able to join me and, and incentives to come and learn with me for a whole year. But if you just feel like you need a top up and you need some help and some tweaking with some systems, if you just need to get yourself, your hands on some contracts and some templates and things like that to just really tweak your systems, or if you want to just come and look at some beautiful shoots behind the scenes, I've got options for all of that. So I'm, I'm super excited because it has been a bit of a project for me, but it's, uh, yeah, it's all working now. So I'm, I'm really excited to be able to invite you to come and learn with me on this level. Now, my friend, I hope that you've gotten a lot out of this episode. This stuff is really, as I said, it, it really is a soul thing for me to be able to help to raise the bar of our industry. And I think that if you can work on these, these three areas, like cultivating your own signature style, nailing your messaging and making 
life easier for your clients. I think these three simple things are really going to be able to help you to become and to really start to position yourself as the go-to photographer. All right, my friend, I will catch up with you again next week. Take care. Yeah.